How great is our God. Sing. How great is our God. And oh, see how great, how great is our God. Anybody know that? How great is our God. Sing with me. How great is our God. And all we see, how great, how great is our God. Is a name above all names. He's a name above all names. And you are worthy of all praise. And my heart will sing, how great is our God. How great is our God. He's so great. Sing with me, how great is our God. And all we see, how great, how great, how great is our God. How great, how great is our God. Sing with me, how great is my God, is my God. Home we see how great, how great is my God. He's a name above all names, and you are worthy, you are worthy of all praise, and my heart will sing. How great is our God. You are worthy. You are worthy of all praise. Woo! Let's tell him one more time. You are worthy. You are worthy of all praise. Come on, give him praise. Hallelujah. Yes. I want you to tell him one more time. You are worthy. You are worthy of I'll praise, now praise him. Come on and lift your hands and lift your voices and praise the name of our Lord. You are great. You are great. You're awesome, Lord. You are mighty, Lord. You are great, you are great, you are great. You are great, you are great, you are great, you are great. You are great, you are great, you are great, you are great. Oh Lord, you're great. Oh Lord, you're great. Oh Lord, you're great. My God, you're great. My God, you're great. Jehovah, you're great. Jesus, you're great. Hallelujah, you're great, Lord. My keeper, you're great. My healer, you're great. My strong tower, you're great. You are a great God. You are a great God. You are a great God. Oh, Lord, you're great. You're great. You're great. Oh, Lord, you're great. You're great. You're great. 
Lord, you're great, you're great, you're great, Lord. You're worthy, Lord. The Lord has set this atmosphere for even a mighty healing to take place. And even as his people worship him and as while you're standing, the Lord said, I have created this great atmosphere for my Shekinah glory, the cloud of my glory to permeate each and every one of your hearts. So Lord, we thank you on tonight for what you have revealed and what you are gonna about to manifest in this place. And not only in this place, Lord, but it's in this city, not only in the city, but God in the region, and not only in the region, but God in the county, and not only in the county, Lord, but in the state, and not only in the state, Lord, but God caused this fire, oh God, to travel across the state, cause this fire, Lord, oh God, cause a great awakening and a great revival, Lord God, to start in this place. And Lord, set the captives free on tonight, Lord God. And heal, Lord. You're healing, Lord. It's your healing, Lord. Oh, God. We thank you for your healing fire. And God, for what you have started in this place. In Jesus' name, clap your hands and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. You may all be seated in Jesus' name. I count it a great privilege and an awesome privilege as well to come before the elite of the kingdom of God. I am greatly humbled by his presence being here, number one. And I am most certainly humbled to come before you. And that pastor has allowed me to come to bring a word of deliverance. And I just sense a great connectivity. I sense a, a great flow in the spirit of the Lord. I, I sense that there's something that has already started and God was just waiting for a one man he just was waiting for one person to say send me I'll go to say Lord I'll do it that despite any opposition that comes Lord I'll do it and I'll be the one to call the nations together so we thank God for this one man that God has put within his spirit and within his heart to step forth and to call such awesome, awesome, awesome people of God together. Pastor, I bless you. Bless you. Amen. And to First Lady, amen. Amen. God bless you as well. Amen. I want you to know that we love you guys. Amen. My wife, 25 years. Amen. Love you all. Amen. You know, I just sense that God is doing something just totally different. That's, that is just about to blow our minds. Because he, he has extended himself and he's taken us out of the ordinary into the extraordinary. And he's asking who will go. And I wonder if you're ready. Are you ready for this GVA? I don't know if you're ready. Are you ready for what God is about to do? And the fire that he's about to send? Hallelujah. Now we give God a praise now. A crazy praise. That's the acknowledgement 
Oh, you ought to lose your voice in this and see what God is doing. Oh, open your mouth and say, I'm in expectation. I see it, Lord, I see it. I see the souls coming in. I see it, I see it. I see my family being saved. I see it, I see it. I see us connecting. I see the church is connecting. Oh, Lord. Uh, this place is too small. Can't contain this. So God has to do something to mess it up. Oh, my God. And unto all the pastors that are here on, on tonight, amen. Don't know you all by name, but amen. God bless you. Amen. Thank God for Amen. A covenant, my covenant brother, Pastor David McClure from New Life Worship Center. God bless you in West Haven. Amen. God bless you, my friend. Amen. I thank God for Pastor Ken Roy. Amen. Uh, surprisingly, that's my first and middle name. Amen. Sitting in the back there. Amen. When we met each other, I said we, we can't leave each other now because, you know, amen. Ken Roy, you know. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> amen. And uh, most certainly, we thank God. Is uh, Jesus Hesla here? Is uh, Pastor Mariana here? Amen. Oh, God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Had a few more that was going to come, but amen. They, they have some other engagements. But I, I want you to know that, um, and, and, and I want to let you know that this has been confirmed. Newsflash. This has been confirmed. That's, this is exactly what God wants for us to do. When I began to speak to a, a few of my pastor friends this week, I found out that they were doing the same thing in New Haven and a few other places. So I want you to know that there, there's something great that's being ushered in into the atmosphere Amen. I just see the demons running right now. Because they ain't going to have no place to rest. And I just hear the Lord saying that there is something great that he's about to pour out in this area. That he's about to pour out his spirit. Not only in this earth, but he's about to pour out his spirit in the cities. And in every region that he's about to pour out. His spirit in our personal lives is about to be transformed by what he's about to do. Even your marriages are about to be transformed what, by what God is about to do. I want you to know that this region, this region was the main church planting region. And yet it is now the most unchurched region. But I hear a voice that's coming up. And I hear the Lord raising somebody up and he's raising some unordinary people up. Those that, those that been ignored. Those that he, that was thrown a, 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 on the side way. Those that they call different. This is where some 200 years ago that the pilgrims, some 400 years ago that the pilgrims planted a church. And made a covenant with God and said, God, we will keep your covenant. This is a region. The region that has gone cold. And this is a region that has gone so unchurched that it has become the most unchurched region in the United States. But for 200 years, we have not had a real move of God in this New England region and in the Northeast. But that's about to change. That's about to change. All of the great revivals and great awakenings. I heard First Lady say I had an awakening. And all the great revivals and awakenings that have swept across America and has gone all over the world. I want you to know that they started here first. So why not here? Why not in this region? Why not start it over again? Anybody want to start something? Oh, there is a mighty shaking in that's taking place in this region. There's a mighty shaking and a turning 
to prayer and a turning to dancing with joy and the rumblings of revival is coming in the atmosphere that's why your pastor and that's why these pastors couldn't stay quiet when we see a desire for the people and churches to get together to pray and worship before the lord under the same roof we know that god is up to something tell somebody god is up to something tell them it's awesome and here tonight because of our representation i want you to know that god is up to something and he's about to unleash something that we have never seen before this coming together didn't haphazardly happen but it is the divine plan of god this is our divine appointment that god has started something great greater than we will ever know and greater than we can ever think god is up to something great and i want you to know that he's starting it and he's going to finish it whatsoever god has started he's going to finish i want to bring to you the, tonight very quickly very quickly tonight i'm going to throw scriptures out to you you can log it down or so on and i'll transition through Jesus approached the disciples and he approached those who were against him in Matthew chapter 12, verse 24 to 28. He brought, they brought the demon-possessed man that was blind and mute and Jesus healed him. And, and, and so that could both talk and see. He began to talk and see. And all the people were astonished. They were amazed. I want you to know that what God is about to do in this place and in this region, that people are going to be amazed. They're not going to get on board immediately. But as God begins to move, they're going to be astonished. And they're going to be amazed at what God is about to do and what he is doing. But when the Pharisees, don't you know that there are some Pharisees amongst us? When the Pharisees heard what Jesus had done, they said, it is only by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, that, 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 that drove this fellow out. When there is noise abroad, they're going to say that this is different and this can't be God because they're not doing things like we used to. That that's not the way you do church. That's not the way you worship. That's not the way you praise. That's not the way you read the word. That's not the way you carry on in church. But God said, I'm looking for a people that is not following the precepts and what you came up with. But God said, I'm looking for people whom I can transform their minds. God said, just like a blood transfusion, I'm going to transfuse your mind. I'm going to transform your mind because what I'm about to do, your old mindset and your old religious practices will not be able to contain what I'm about to do. I must pour new wine, but I cannot pour this new wine in old vessels. So I'm going to have to take you through a transformation and I'm going to change your old ways. I'm going to change your old concepts. I'm going to change all your old songs to new songs and you're going to have a new dance and you're going to have a new shout because God said I'm about to do something extraordinary in your lives and in this place. Jesus knew their thoughts. I want you to know that Jesus knows the thoughts of those who stand in opposition and for those who will speak against this great move of God. Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined and every city of household divided against itself will not stand. Satan drives out Satan. He is divided against himself. How can this kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons, you see, they were calling Jesus Beelzebub that he was driving out demons. He basically telling them, listen, how can a kingdom stand, oh my God, if it's divided? If I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your people drive them out? Woo. Uh, Jesus got a little indignant with them. So by whom you drive them out. So what are you doing to bring the kingdom together? 
Are you just sitting in your church in your four corners just having church? Oh, my God. Singing down at the cross. Oh, my God. He got off the cross. Uh, He got up from the grave. You won't see him in the grave any longer. Uh, So that's why your song got to change. By whom do your people cast them out? So then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom has come upon you. I want you to know that the kingdom of God is here. Somebody open your mouth and say, it's here. Oh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. His kingdom is here. If you're looking for it in another place, you won't find it. It is not coming. It is not in transit. But the kingdom of God is here. God is looking for a united kingdom. A united front. A people that can come together in agreement. And when we come together in agreement, we will realize that God will do extraordinary things. As blessed as you are by yourself, just imagine how stronger we can be if we pull corporately together and come in one place with one mind and one aim. We may not come and visit everyone's uh, 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 events or anything like that, but when we come together with the spirit of one, God said, I'm looking for the spirit of one, the spirit of unity. You ever wonder why? Why is it that the statistics comes out every year and they would say Hartford is the number one crime place in in Connecticut or in the U.S. And then another year they say Bridgeport is on the top of the list. Then the next time around New Haven is on the top of the list. You ever wonder why it's, it's skipping around? Is because when the crime gets bad in the city and when turmoil comes, that's when the people of God respond. They are in a reactive mode and not in a proactive mode. God told me to tell you that he wants you to be in a proactive mode and offensive and not a defensive so that when the crime comes and before it comes, we will be in position to intercept it. Rather than being behind and playing catch-up, God don't want us to play catch-up. And so, Pastor, when the people of God gets together because there's crime in the city and houses are burning down and houses are being robbed and my mama is being robbed and my father is being uh, stuck up, then the people get together and you know what happens? When people come together as one and God see you as one, he begins to act. And as they came together in Hartford, God said, now I see you as one. So God has to act when he see you as one. But the, 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 the problem is, is that when he sees us as one and he begins to clean up Hartford, the demonic forces said, well, I must find another place where there is something in common. And so down the way and down the road, here comes New Haven. New Haven is sleeping and the churches are sleeping and we're sleeping and and here comes the demonic forces to say, well, I got a place that I can go. And New Haven repeats the same thing. It's in turmoil and all sorts of stuff is happening. New Haven is turmoil and the people what? They come together. And as they come together, here comes, uh, here comes the act of God and the move of God that move within that city and they switch to Bridgeport. And now five deaths in January. And if the people of God don't come together, there will be 10 deaths by March or by February. But I hear the Lord saying that because of our acts on tonight and because our unity in one body and in one spirit, God said, I'm going to crush the head of the enemy. And ah, that demonic force will not find a resting place. 
in Bridgeport. And because of what we're doing, it will not find a resting place in the region because God said, I'm about to pour out my spirit on all flesh. This is where the ordinary becomes extraordinary when we unite as one. This is where they pause to say, how did they do it? Have you ever heard that? How did you do it? How are you doing it? With such small resources. Just got on the playing field. How are you accomplishing that? How, how are you sending your kids to college? How are you keeping that marriage together? How are you staying off that drugs? How are you doing it? How are you bringing a whole host of people together? How are all of them coming to your church? What are you doing? That's when the ordinary transition into the extraordinary. Because God said, I will raise up a nation and I will raise up a man. Don't you know that it only take one? Everybody say one. One can put a thousand to flight and two can put 10,000 to flight. God said, I don't need a whole lot of people. I just need one man, one woman. When God needed to save the world, he sent Jesus to Christ. He said, I don't need a whole host. I don't need a choir. I don't need anybody else. I just need for one man to stand up or one woman to stand up to say, Lord, I'll do it. Oh, open your mouth if you're that person. Say, Lord, I'll do it. Ah. He's looking for some people that will get out of religious practices, the systems. Don't you know that there is a system that holds the kingdom of God back from exploding? The religious practices and formalities that's put in the church and holding her in a vice and handicapping the church from taking off and thrusting off. The thrusters are, are burning. They're burning and, and they, they're igniting, but they can't take off because of the religious practices that's holding it down from taking off has disabled the church and therefore stopping the movement of God practices that says no more i remember the practices that says you, you can't woman you can't wear a, 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 a pants and, and 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 you can't go to the movies practices and little do you know that was hindering the movement of god and 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 if you wear red red is is is, is not in you can't wear the red and you can't go bowling uh, because 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 that's for that's for the, the the outsiders and and you can't go to them anybody here remember that i might look a little young to you but but I've been there and you can't go to the movies and I remember when I went into movies for the first time in my saved life I said Lord Jesus I'm still safe oh my God I still got everything you didn't strike me down Lord like they said they would Lord God looking for the lightning ain't no lightning coming and I walked out of that movie like I just enjoy that movie they tell you not to go to the movies but the preachers sat home and watched HBO and Cinemax. I don't know about you, but that's a movie to me. And not only were they watching the movies, but they were getting it free. Uh, yeah, they told one of the church members, come over and hook it up for me. Give me the hookup. Uh, the practices that's holding the church back. Yeah, those, those things that hold it, I don't know, maybe you had never been there before, but the practices that's holding the church back and put a yoke upon the church. But God says, I will break the yokes, every system that has come against the word of God. He says, I'm going to pull it down. And I just hear the Lord saying, I'm pulling it down right now. Somebody just do this. Oh, pull down those strongholds in the name of Jesus. I pull down everything that's holding the ministry back. I pull everything that's holding back my husband. I'm pulling everything that's holding back my family. I'm pulling everything that's preventing my son from coming into the kingdom. I'm pulling everything that's holding my job back. Oh, pull that thing down. Oh, pull that thing down. Pull it down. Where am I putting it, Pastor? I'm putting it under my feet because that where it belongs, somebody ought to put it under their feet because it doesn't belong up here. Pull it down. Open your mouth and say, United we stand. 
and divided we fail. Oh, yes. In order for the plans of God to come to pass in any ministry and in this place and in every place and in even in your home, we must stand together. I know you hear the terminology, I'm getting a hookup, but God wants you to hook up. He wants you to stand arm in arm. We cannot conquered, conquer the land unless we, we unite as one. We can't say the city belongs to us. The region belongs to us. And it all belongs to us unless we unite as one in prayer. Unite as one in fasting. Unite as one in worship. One of my dreams that God has given me and one of my aspirations is for the entire body of Christ as many as we can fit in the stadium downtown Bridgeport. I, God gave me a vision of a whole host of people praying down the city, praying in there. It will not be a hockey game. It will not be a basketball game, but it will be a prayer warfare and somebody know how to go into warfare my god you can't pray five minutes and call it warfare you can't pray 30 minutes and call it warfare but you gotta get in and pray pray until you sweat your clothes off pray And I just believe that will happen, that there, there are things that we can accomplish together, that if we, we just stand together. It's time to stop all the divisions that, that is holding us back. I want you to know that the devil wants to cause disagreement and division in all of our churches. That's his plan. Yes, I'm revealing his plan. He wants to cause all sorts of divisions. My church is bigger than yours. My church is better than yours. What are you doing on my block? What is Pastor Burgos? I heard, Doc, that he was down my street. What is he doing so close? Is he spying on my church? What was he doing talking to the man across the street and around the block? What are they doing? All the stuff that caused us, hallelujah, not to come together. What do you think, Pastor Man? Are you a drug dealer? Only the drug dealers I know have little turfs that if you go down their street, Oh my God, you will not live to see the next day. Only the drug dealers I know that claim corners, but I want you to know that we're not claiming corners, we're claiming kingdoms. You and your old little corner, you stay by yourself in an old little church that you, mama them, sister them, and brother them that been in there for a whole long time, for about 20 years, and you're still having church. I tell you, it's time to get off that corner, but we're after not the corner, sister. We're after the whole city and all the kingdom of God because there are souls to be saved. And we all don't have to unify with people that look like us. They got a whole lot of Spanish folks over there, so I'm going to go where the black folks are. Got a whole lot of black folks over there, I'm going to go where the Spanish folks are. And the Italians go where the Italians are. And everybody trying to get together with everybody. But I just love the way this look right now. This look like the kingdom. This look like heaven on earth. All of us coming together. Sometimes the church mentally and, and physically erupt and, and take ourselves out of position and out of what God wants because we put restrictions upon us. Color restrictions and, and, and yes, you might hear a little Jamaican in my voice because I'm from Jamaica. My God, yes man, I'm from Jamaica. So God is, is the same God in Jamaica as he is in Puerto Rico, as he is in the Ukraine as he is in the United States. And when we all can get together on one accord, God will do the extraordinary. Open your mouth and say, God, do the extraordinary. 
I want you to know that if you set your heart and your spirit in expectation, he said, I will do a new thing in you. I will do a greater thing in you. I'm able to do the exceedingly, the abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that dwells within you. Anybody got power? He will only do as much as your power can contain. So if you got a whole lot of power in you, God said, I'm able to exceed that. I'm able to surpass your mental capacity and your, your capacity of your thinking. I'm able to surpass that. He will do the same thing in our churches. I don't believe, Pastor. I don't believe we, we look at the mega churches out west and in the Bible Belt. And we settle with the fact that this is the graveyard. They call it the graveyard. Preacher's graveyard. Because so many preachers have come and go, come and gone, come and gone, gave up ministry, give up everything, fall by the wayside, whatever, come and gone, shut the church up, open the church, and they've come and gone. Because they're practicing the same thing over and over again. And whenever you do the same thing over and over again and expecting the, uh, different results, you will not get it. You will never get a different results doing the same thing over and over again, but you got to do something different. You got to dare to do something different. You got to dare to come out on a Friday night and call it Unity Night. You got to dare to do something different. It is a setup. God is getting ready to put this region on fire. Somebody cry out, Fire! That if Bridgeport can come together and West Haven, Brother Dave, can come together and you, oh God, they all can't fit in this one building. That if we all, oh my Jesus, that if we all can come together, Hartford getting together, Fairfield getting together, and we all coordinate and strategize our effort. And we all be on one accord to say on the fourth Friday night that the churches in all regions are going to get together and we're going to bombard the atmosphere and we're going to show that old devil that he doesn't have control. I'll tell you that witchcraft will leave. I'll tell you that demonic forces will leave. I tell you that drug addicts will be set free. I don't care what they say. It ain't no chemical imbalance. It's a spiritual thing. And when you fight spirit with spirit, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Powers and rulers of darkness of this world. Spiritual wickedness in high places. We need to fight fire with fire. And you fight fire with this fire. Fight it with prayer. You fight it with a coming together. Pastor, there are those that will still stand by themselves. And they say, what do I need with this unity thing? I have it all. Why, we need to come together. We got everything we need here. Why do we need to connect with you? We're bigger than you. Oh, they're missing it. We got all the talents and gifts in our church already. Why do we need to come together? As a matter of fact, you should be coming to us. Isn't it something that they have all the talents and gifts all in that old dumb old church and nobody getting free? And everybody broke in the church. I can't stand it. I've seen Christians testify about being broke since I've been saved for 29 years now. And the same people crying broke, broke, broke. And I'm wondering what is going on. 
is because you're practicing the same thing over and over again and there is no life where they are but i don't know about you i want to be where there is life i want you to know that there's life right here where you are there is a whole lot of life when i stepped into the church uh, even in tonight there's a whole lot of life in this place And if you want to keep the glory of God rich in your church, keep the worship. Keep the fasting going. I saw a pastor when he was, he was eating away at his birthday uh, 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 party. He had just came off the fast. See, I knew he just came off the fast. He was just eating. You know, he was just eating. And he was so kind enough to say, Pastor, are you fasting? You finished your fast? I said, yep, and I'm ready. What, are you going to die because you miss a meal? Are you going to die if you decide not to get some coffee? Some of us are so addicted to the things of this world and you don't know that it's hindering you from the power that God has for you. If you want a greater glory, stay on these two things right here until they're hurt. You want a greater place in God? Hallelujah, turn that plate down. So when your pastor, whoever your pastor is, call for a fast, connect with them. Because when God sees one, he begins to act. On the day of Pentecost, when they were praying in the upper room, they were in one place, one accord. And suddenly, there came the sound of a motion mighty wind. I want you to know that there is a blowing. There's a wind that's blowing this way because God is seeing one. Everybody say one when God sees one he begins to act oh yes there are little fires popping up all over and we get all excited because God moved within our church today but God is not seeing one he will move people and he's a God that's a, he, he likes to see consistency. So just us getting together one or two nights doesn't necessarily mean that something really going to happen. God wants to see consistency. How long are you going to last? He wants to see what you're going to do when they're talking about you. He wants to see what you're going to do when you click Facebook and you're all over there. They're talking about you in your church. He want to see if you're going to react. I don't know about you, but I want, I want Facebook to become a place where the Christians stop talking about each other and put in their whole life story. Guess what I did today? I, ate, I went to McDonald's. Guess what I did today? I beat up my son. Oh, no, no. Guess what I did today? Pastor, if you want to know what your church folks are up to, just go on Facebook. Get on your Twitter account, and you'll see right where they are, and you see what they're up to. That's why it takes so long, and I'm about to wrap up. That's why it takes so long for, for worship to get up there, because all the mess stirring up in the atmosphere. But I believe that God is raising up a people right now, young and old. That is tired of the same old, same old. I just want something new and not just something new. I want to see a great mighty movement of God. I want to see something different. Don't tell me that God can't do something different today. I don't want to just talk about Paul and the apostles. I don't want to just talk about the faith of Abraham. But I want to have my own faith. I want to see God move. I want to see the dead raise. I want to see the blind open their eyes. I don't want to just read about it. And Benny Hinn doesn't have it all locked up. Because the same God that Benny Hinn trusts is the same God that's here. 
And God, forgive those pastors who set people up to come up and say, I'm healed. But God is looking for authenticity. Authentic people. Full of integrity. Full of a whole lot of integrity. That even outside this place, I got integrity. Even when pastor or my, my, my brother's not watching me, I can't do this. I'm about kingdom business. I'm a child of the king. I might take a licking, but I'm going to keep on ticking. I might have fallen down, but I'm going to pick myself back up and give glory to my God and give praises to my king for he's a king of king and the Lord of Lord. It's great outpouring. God's pouring out his spirit and he's waiting and he is just, 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 he's in position saying when, 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 when. And as soon as he see the one, as soon as he see us all as one, then he's going to begin to pour out. It's not about us, but it's about the kingdom of God. It's not about what I want, but it's what God wants out of my life. My purpose, the plans that he has for me, will come through. Somebody today has left their purpose. And confused in the mind. Don't know which way to turn and which way to go. You lost your fire. You lost the flare. The flame has, has, has just about gone. I about shake. And I just hear the Lord say that I'm about to relight your flame tonight. Where are you? Are you here right now? If you're here right now, come right now. Because God is about to light your flame right now. If your flame has been dimmed, God said, I'm going to light it right now. Oh, my God. I know you, you're twisting in your seat right now. But come up right now. God wants to relight that fire. He wants to give you a, re, a renewing. A, he wants to pour new, more oil in your vessel. The five foolish virgins missed it because they ran out of oil. Don't be that person tonight. Stand on your feet at this time. I hear the Lord said that he's preparing you right now. There is a preparation. Hey. He is, that's it, Lord. He is positioning you right now. And I hear the Lord said that after tonight, you will never be the same again. But I hear him, I hear the Lord saying fire. Russia. There, there, there's some dim fire. You're, you, you have stepped away from even your, your calling in ministry. You, if you have stepped away, you have, you have walked away from it. And you're contemplating whether you should do it or not, whether you should come back. God said, I want to light your fire right now. I want to light your fire right now. God is looking for some keepers of the flame. If you are a keeper of the flame, come right now. 
God wants some people that will keep the flame burning. Some prayer warriors that will keep the flame going. If you're one of them, come down front right now. God's about to give you a great anointing. He's about to light your flame right now. He's about to give you a flame that will never go out. He's about to give you a flame that will continue burning and burning. He's about to give you a flame that will cause you to get up early in the morning and begin to call on the name of the Lord. Burn us, Lord. Light our fire. Give us a new flame. Give us a fresh flame, Lord. Don't let my fire go out. Don't let my fire go dim. Oh, feel him lighting it right now. Feel him lighting right now. Fire in this place right now, Lord. Fire. 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 Lord, light it, light it. You said, see, and you find. You young man in the back right now, you know who I'm talking to. God is talking to you right now. He wants to relight your fire. You said, stay. Come so he can light it. And put you back on your pathway. Fire! To you. You said stay. Here comes the revival fire. Here comes the revival fire. Here comes the revival fire. Here comes the awakening. Here comes the revival fire. Because of the fire. Because of the fire. 
you said pray and I set me set me on fire to your cross set me on fire set me on fire young people you tell them to set me on fire in the school ground set me on fire set me on fire Said stay fire, 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 you said, ask, Lord, and receive as you speak your will to me. Oh, Jesus, just speak your will to fire me. Fire in your voice, fire. Fire in your voice. There's fire in your voice. There's fire in your voice right now. It's burning. There's fire in your voice. It's burning. Fire. You said ask Jesus. Oh, you're not inadequate. Seek and you'll find. Smile, come running to you. You said, Ask and receive as you speak your will. The fire is burning, the taste, 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 to your cross, I bow my knees, you said it's and receive, and you speak your
won't even now. Just close your eyes across this sanctuary. You know, some of this might not be something you see every day. Maybe you're new to this kind of an atmosphere. Come on with your head bowed, your eyes closed, and respecting everyone around you. And maybe you're saying tonight, you know, Pastor, I don't even know what that fire is, Pastor. I don't even know what they're talking about, but I know one thing. I feel something in the bottom of my spirit. It's in a place that I can't describe, but I think it's in my soul. And I, I know that I'm far from where I need to be. I'm not where God desires for me to be. And I don't know Christ as my Savior. Come on, with your heads bowed, your eyes closed. If that's you tonight, I don't even want to call you to the front. But I want to ask you to raise your hand. Thank you. I want you to ask you to raise your hand and say, I need to know this Jesus. Come on, thank you, thank you. Thank you, I see you, thank you. You're saying, I'm not where God desires for me to be in my life. I know about God. I believe there is God, but I've never served him. Come on, if that's you, just lift your hand really quickly. We want to pray with you today. Thank you, thank you. I see you in the back there. Thank you, thank you. You're saying, this one's for me, Pastor. Come on, listen to what we sang earlier. Come on, it says this. It's a powerful song. You said, seek, O Lord, and you'll find. So I'll come running after you. If you seek him, you'll find him. You said stay for a while. I'll reveal my heart to you. Come on, church, say come on. He said stay. He said seek. And you'll find. So I'll come running, so I'll come running. Come on, you said stay for a while. Come on, I'll reveal. Come on, that you lift your hand. You said pray. You said pray.
Father, we stand here in your presence, grateful for what you're doing in the midst of this people, God. God, this has started as a whisper, but this will end in a shout, Father God. God, as we come before you, pleading that you would compel the brethren to unite in this church, God, in this place, in this city, God. God, as we just seek more after you with no agenda, it's not about my church, their church, our church, God, about nobody's church, but about your kingdom, God. For you did not come to establish a church, but you said I came to establish a kingdom. The kingdom of God is at hand. And so we thank you, Lord, for uniting like-minded people, God, under the unction of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Church, say amen. Come on, greet somebody next to you in the name of the Lord. His glory comes up for all closing announcements.